Hello, all. You are tuned in to We Are Live. Good morning and hello. It's Chris Demon, Travis Strell, live on Facebook. And thanks if you're tuning in on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever Travis has uploaded the podcast. Maybe even Stitcher. We have Stitcher listeners, Travis. Don't forget that. We have Stitcher listeners. Mm. Uh, on the show today, live from Grand Center, Mid-Coast Studio, we'll have uh, Brendan Schaefer. You know him from KMOV. He writes sports, like hockey, baseball. But we're also going to talk Game of Thrones with him. Maybe some hair care. Wait, are we allowed to talk discussion. Game of Thrones? It's been, it's been 48 hours. Is it okay now? Oh, just a spoiler. Some Should we wait another lives. 18 months for people to catch up on 16 episodes? If you want to text in and be ignored, 314-669-1431. Uh, we'll get to fair fouls and uh, other things. Maybe even a Trav U today. But first, let's say hello to Chris Gardner. Good Where morning, is it? Am I a baby? baby? You baby Gardner. Because you got that baby face. Alcoholic Thor does not have a baby uh, face. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Mm. From yesterday's show, if you missed it. We've got descriptions up now. Yeah. Good morning, gentlemen. Do it, do it. Why do is this it, a thing? Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. And good morning to my fucking wall. <laughs> those listening. Ooh. Those listening and live is pretty edgy. In, in church this morning. Are did we get to tune out? Did we get picked up by Netflix? This is pretty edgy. Here I am, Lord. Oh no, this is this is an it edgy show. This show has edge to it. Gardner, I'm gonna let it slide because uh, you had a big night last night on the Cardinals. Bro- this is the lead story on the Cardinals broadcast. Mm-hmm. One Daniel Truman McLaughlin. I don't think that's his name. Not right. I don't think that's correct. Henderson McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. Pretty Irish. Lafroy Scottish. Oh, no. What is no. that name? Is that a name even? Danny Jameson McLaughlin. Mm. Okay. McGregor McLaughlin. Okay. Well, now you're just giving him more than what he probably does. Duffy that's McLaughlin. You don't have Duffy. to get That's okay. if he was a member of St. Louis Country Club. Uh, mm. Duffy. A uh, big night for you, Gardner. I'll tell you why. The Cardinals did win a baseball game, yeah, of nice. which you're not allowed to cover professionally anymore. A lot, oh, of, people with, got, a lot of people got podcasts. I'm Gardner. with untraditional media. <laughs> That's what you get with your untraditional ass. Uh, I just wanted to highlight this. We had a moment. Plus, a they were in D.C., I should say that, too, so I wouldn't have. Been yeah. able to cover it anyway. Well, so you we can complain nonetheless. Yeah, you can true. Skype this in. Is true. This Last is true. night during the Cardinals broadcast. Do you want to take it? I mean, <laughs> you guys are hey, anxiety. <laughs> hit, it, hit the bricks with your Parkway North oh, man, man, nine days in a row shirt. I hear y'all go again. Can't stay on topic. You brought up Dan McLaughlin for a reason. Let's get to why you brought up Dan McLaughlin. No, you got it. Dan McLaughlin, who is the broadcaster for the St. Louis Cardinals, McLaughlin. was calling the game last night. The Cardinals had a relief pitcher coming from the bullpen. Uh-huh. As some may know, the Nationals have a bullpen cart. And the players are allowed to use the bullpen cart to come to the mound. I think a couple of the Cardinals elected to do it. One did not. Nevertheless. That was really in, an interesting description. Danny Mack took the time throughout the broadcast to explain how everyone should have to use the bullpen cart in all 30 teams in the Major League Baseball. Well, the bullpen cart was there for Giovanni Gallegos to take advantage of, and he did not. He elected not to be driven in by the bullpen cart. He's our Chevy called to the pen. 
and that's disappointing to me. It's a nice bullpen. Call. Well, it needs to be instituted. Should it be mandatory? You think? Yeah, absolutely. You, think you should just have to take because that's the worry. Actually, is somebody's going to give you a little stuff for taking it. But if you had to, you, you got to do it. You I, take advantage of it. I'd love to. The bullpen cart needs to be brought back in every major league city. There it is. Daddy Mac pushing the carte blanche movement. He has for a while now, and it's much appreciated. Big play for you last night, my friend. Anytime it comes up, and I was wondering if there was a possibility. I figured it could be a possibility with them being in Washington that oh. we would encounter this again. And so that's, uh, it's always nice to hear it. Put a little it. cart sticker on your calendar. Uh, ooh, that's a nice idea. Actually... Well, stay tuned for my new electric scooter helmet that oh we boy. got coming out this oh, week. Oh, sweet Jesus. Stay tuned. It. And I did wear uh, carte blanche today. Nice. By Jack in the house. You know who else supports carte blanche? Getaway carts. They're a local business oh, specialized in sales, service, and customization of golf carts. You name it, they can and have done it at GAC. They pride themselves on living up to the tagline and hashtag of carte blanche and customized without limits. That's getaway cart. Sponsor. We are live. You got Get away, cards. Vroom, vroom. Hey, move out of the way, kid. <laughs> at least it wasn't grandma this time. Mm -hmm. Grandma didn't get out of the way. Oh, no. Mm. Do you think Sean Doolittle was disappointed in Gallegos not taking the bullpen card? Uh, Sean Doolittle, the face of the movement he from is. the player side. Yes, he is. Um, and even before we had branded the movement carte blanche some years ago, Sean Doolittle had the article in the Players' Tribune, 2015, I believe, nine things I'd like to ride to the mound. And <laughs> what? There's more. Th he I'm is, sorry. He is just a, he is a gem. Mm. He is a, uh, a fun guy to talk to. Um, you can talk to him about more than just baseball, too. Um, so I appreciated him uh, last year talking to me about the carte blanche movement when I was in the, Nationals Clubhouse when they were in town. And uh, he's got a shirt now, too. So he's, uh, he's supporting the movement. What I, can, I, can I make a suggestion? Because many of you may know I have a background in government. I was uh, one of the many people uh, who, who basically took care of your tax dollars and utilized it properly mm. to take care of our communities. And this is why people don't vote Democrat. Mm, that's probably very true. With that being said, here's what you should do. You need to uh -huh. raise money for an extensive study in regards to fan and player happiness in the stadiums where the cart is available, then present said report to the DeWitts, and I believe that would be enough information for them to put you over the top See, to finally have carte blanche. I you would literally have a, an entire just warehouse full of golf carts that you could research over at Getaway. You could go call Joe. Joe? We need to do a little R&D. Yeah. Yeah. Here's what you got to say R&D. You got to say it like that. Here's what I think, though, Travis, is that sounds nice. I don't know if that's the way to get to Cardinals ownership okay. or the higher ups. It has to be about money. That's what it's got to be. How to make it? Yes. That's so easy to. That's what I'm saying. That's what the presentation should be. Do people still do PowerPoint? Is that still a thing? I think. Or have they moved on from something? It's hologram. See? Yeah, and renderings. Hologram and renderings, player. Renderings would be very nice. I would love to do a hologram presentation. 
I don't know anybody that could help me with. Well, I do know one person. Uh oh, is it Joey Hologram? No. Okay. No, it is a uh, Demarcus Hologram. Could it be him too? From, no. From Lansing, Michigan. Thank you. Dr. Lambertus Hesselink of Stanford oh. University. Oh, I, I ain't seen Hesselink in a minute. I've uh, interviewed him in the past about the possibility of using holograms for strike zones in baseball. Okay. Like actual holograms that you can see while in your seat. This is six years sober. Um. So that's, uh, I mean, I guess I do know a guy, oh, a guy who's at the forefront of oh, holography geez. technology. Oh, holography? Oh, boy, did you just hear that word? He's using it for much better things in the world right now, however. Damn. I don't know if he's... Got but I've it. talked to him before about stuff. I'm sure he could help hey, point me in the right direction. No, but it how is... How to present... Because I think, really, I've, I've said the Cardinals should use holograms to present to free agents. Oh, boy. Like, if you really want to... Another animal. We get ahead of the animal. game here. Do you want to show them? You know, Slaughter saying hi to Dexter Fowler? Yeah. <laughs> mm. I don't know if you want that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that might I mean, country. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't uh, know if you want that. Uh, He's not the guy pitching to uh, Dexter. No, I wouldn't pick him. That yeah. Guy, not that era. It'd be somebody else. Yeah, we want to kind of come move, move a little bit forward. Maybe go to the 80s Cardinals. Maybe a little... Young Vince Coleman action that can help. But. So, I mean, it's easy, like you said, to find a sponsor for something like that, and there's many ways to make it work. So it sounds like, so it's very clear that Danny Mack, who often speaks for the organization, is speaking positively towards the movement. Yes. So having that voice is huge. You heard Brad Thompson come along as well. You heard him on the broadcast essentially say, yeah, I think you're right, Danny Brad Mack. Brad Thompson's on board. So And, and he's, uh, I mean, he's... The co-host of a very highly rated sports talk show here in town, Fastlane. And the Nationals, they bring in a lot of money as a baseball organization. They're one of the top five, top seven baseball organizations that, you know, fans come out in droves. So they have a great fan base. Be careful about that. Okay. But the fact of the matter is um, the movement is in a place that maybe needs to, we need to take it to one more level. Yeah, and I have an idea. It's at, it's at a decent level. It's maybe a little stagnant right now. I think I have a way we to haven't it. added any carts this year. How, I'm I just posted a link to a red one. Did you? In the comments from Getaway Carts. You make how, your own. How about this? How about Customize this? Customize without limits. How about this? I don't know if you've heard about this, but I'm going to New York to work with the fine folks at Sesame Street, oh. and I've developed this character named oh, really? Detective Charlie. Yeah. And Charlie likes to get around. She has her Whoa. own time machine. And But I was thinking when Charlie gets to her destination in time, She's going to need a ride around wherever she is in order to discover the clues to save the future. Oh. What if old Detective Charlie was driving around in a cart? That would help. It was the 70s cart. at the Astrodome. It would make sense. She would blend right in. Uh-huh. Just saying, man. We're going to take this a to crossover? New York. crossover? We're taking this to New York City, baby. That's the right. The most ambitious crossover yes. of all Oh, time. yes. Detective Two Charlie things. and Carte Blanche coming together. To save the future. Big Bird driving carte, the carte blanche movement. I, I'm just saying, man. I, I, I know, I know, I know some people. No I know yeah. some people. I know, I know some Ernie's. I know some Bert's. So I'm just saying, hey, but, hey, hey, I'm walking here yeah. down the street. Yeah. Hey, my homie Oscar. Hey, hand me that pizza uh -huh. with pepperonis on it. Of course. Always pepperonis. Huh? What about Capicola? Put some Capicola on it, huh? Rolling in your deli sandwich. Oh, look at me, huh? No soup for you, right? This is the part where the intern taking notes literally goes to bed. 
Oh, they're they're doing this. These pretzels are making me thirsty, huh? He's doing Seinfeld what you do? You do you doing? You're the king of, or, of Queens. Are you the king of Queens? Did you ever watch that show? I did. I never seen it. Heard it was funny. It was pretty good. I think my favorite one is when Kevin joins the softball team for his wife's law firm. He's like a ringer for, and he like gets way too into it and like wants to be dropped off by a limo on the field and everything. That's wow. my favorite episode of he, it. He 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 had a he had a, a best friend too that was black. He did. He Poor did. choice. What? What? Hey, hey. There was conflict and resolution between them at times. There was. Almost as if it was crafted to fit into a 22-minute episode of sorts. Hey, it's a third-act story. Hey, what do you want? Forget about it, huh? There's a formula to it. You know, you got to have resolution. That's part of the script, hey? Is that how a writer does it? Yeah, you got to have three acts, and then you got to tell a story. Did your voice crack? I don't know. Hey, I'm trying to get to the Meadowlands, huh? Where's Patrick Ewing? He's going to pass the ball to John Starks? I'm getting good at it. Ch- your, your story, you mentioned accent. Yeah. Uh, you work on those. Trying to get to the climax here. I'm trying to, yeah. I'm trying to. You work on those. I'll work on a class act instead of a third act. Oh. Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Ooh. Today, you know what, guys? They're at WashU Medical Center. That's at 4501 wow. Scott Avenue. That's right down the street that from us. Is. Maybe we'll sneak over there, grab some buzzes ourselves. I think we're giving away 10 bucks to Buzz's Wine Grill for fair or foul today. Maybe you'll win as well. 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., Buzz's Wine Grill. We'll be at WashU Medical Center. Stop by, enjoy some poke, get the masubi. Cannot say enough good things about Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Is that a good pause? No, I was, I was pregnant. Mm. Uh, what, what are we going uh, for fair foul, Gardner? This is an interesting topic. Okay. It's uh, Travis inspired. Oh, wow. That's what I'm here for. It's crazy. Because I also have a character named Detective Charlie, and if you would like mm-hmm. to support her mm-hmm. as she heads on her journey to New York City, you're more than welcome to go to buyjack.com backslash Charlie, C-H-A-R-L-I-E. Mm-hmm. Support the future. Hey, girl, read your book with your cute self. Read your book, girl. Don't let no man tell you anything. You'll get it, girl. Black girl magic. What, what? Did you just say like seven buzzwords from Twitter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yes, queen. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. All right, fair file. Yeah. As asserted by Travis Terrell, we are currently living in the golden age of television. I made the point yesterday that uh, we are indeed living in TV's golden age because I think if you go all the way back to, say, the first season of Oz on HBO Mm -hmm. to 2019, Mm -hmm. I think this would be considered some of the best television uh, in the history of TV. I'm talking about, we're talking about The Wire. We're talking about the, The Sopranos. We're talking about Deadwood. We're talking about Westworld. We're talking about Game of Thrones. That's just on HBO. Did you ever see I Love Lucy? I did. Little House on the Prairie? I did. Brady Punch. I'm about to say, what else you got? I'm about to say, that's, that would be like another decade and a half later. Hmm. You, you, you probably could, you could have made. As the world turns? You could make an argument for maybe the 80s. 
No. You're talking about MASH. You're talking about Cosby But there's Show. already like a golden age of television, isn't there? Well, the, well it's well, whatever he says it is. Thank you, Chris. I mean, that's already been labeled. And it's because of it was, it was live television, I believe. They were doing live shows. So the original golden age is what, between the 1940s and 50s, which was the dawn of television shows, right? But this has to be the best time to be watching television. Does oversaturation impact this being labeled the golden age of television? Well, let's look at some of the shows in which you say are saturated on the market. Blackish? Great show. No, oversaturated, you asked. Blackish? No. I'm trying to see what, what shows, like, if you were to pick the top 25 shows. Fresh off the boat? Mm-hmm. Very good. No, no, no. Saturated. Too much. Too many Asian-themed Wait, TV what? shows on these. It's like, the, it's like only one. What the, so, what, so, I mean, just even looking at premium cable. Look at the growth in premium cable. Mm -hmm. So, that mean, the content would have gotten better because they are providing original programming. Well, is there other too many shows, I guess is what I'm saying, to <sighs> choose from for a consumer who can become overwhelmed when trying to find exactly I think Gardner's trying to Thanos snap TV shows. No, no, I see what he's saying. I, I think my question is, I think if you told people you can watch the top 25 shows in the world right now, I think most people, if they had the time, would do so and would be engaged to the point to watch following seasons afterward. So to be an actual follower of said show. I think that's more likely now than ever before. Because I think the matter, it is a ton of, move, ton of shows currently out on the market, but they're really good shows. Like it's just not just throwaways. They're not just shows to be shows. Like, if you just even look at the Netflix originals. Like, they haven't missed. Well, I'm sure they've missed. Several get canceled on a weekly basis, I feel like. Who, who, who was, what was the most recent I know, miss? I could Santa Clarita Diet. Throw it at you. I got three seasons. Still canceled. Yeah. How many seasons did you get? I don't know yet. I don't like, know if that's the, even like, an appropriate Here's insult. what I'm saying is that there's so many out there, I don't even know what's out there. Like, I, don't, I don't know what all... And it's not like I'm going to seek them out necessarily either. And you are literally the worst possible test yes. case I could think yes. of. Yes, yes. All right, so currently according That is fair. Um, French scholar Alexis Pichard has argued that TV series are currently enjoying what he considers the second golden age. Doing a French Starting accent. in well, the second golden age, and then I want some crepes. That's all I can do. Okay. Starting in 2000, so he's going to 2000 like we were. So he's got The Sopranos, Six Feet Under, The Wire, Mad Men. Perfect Strangers. Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Family Matters. Mm -hmm. Go that far. They said uh, Friday Night Lights, The Shield. So these are apex dramas and sitcoms. Okay. Okay. Notable people from the 2000s. So this is what we've got. We've got... John Stewart out of this, Judd Apatow, Aaron Sorkin, Jerry Seinfeld, yeah. Stephen Colbert, Larry David, Jordan Peele, Dave Chappelle, Alan Ball, David Chase, David Lynch, Kelsey Grammer, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Bill Hader, Chuck Lore, Peter Dinklage, Shonda Rhimes, mm -hmm. David Simon, Joss Whedon, Donald Glover, Louis C.K., Brian Cranston, Elizabeth Moss. 
was wondering how long that list was gonna be. <laughs> I skipped over a few. I even left out. I even left out Vince Gilligan and Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> See what's going on here, Travis, is you're making a statement, and you've given us reasons why you believe that statement to be true. But with any scientific claim, the claim itself and the data and research itself is not enough, is it? It must undergo a peer review. Okay. So we are peer reviewing okay. your claims to attempt to either debunk them okay. or make them settled science. Okay. So that's what's... I'm not trying to be... I'm not trying to say you're wrong with this, but it needs to be picked apart and vetted. Yes, sir. To see if it's true or not. Yes, sir. That's all. Okay. That's why I'm asking these questions. I appreciate the question. Thank you, Because you need to respond to them. I do. And you I'm need to be able to support your claim. Look, I'm ready to stand on my two feet. I'm willing to die on this mountain. How many I, I actually believe that. I, I actually believe that. Yeah, wait. Do you get here early and stay late? Man, I'm gritty. I get in. Mm-hmm. And you put in my work. And I, get I get here out. late and I leave early. <laughs> Can we make a t-shirt? <laughs> with like the that. Travis Terrell face? That should get, get my logo with the beard. <laughs> oh, my God. Get I've never late. heard a more perfect. Yes. In fact, thank you. Oh, man. That's getting made today. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? I come back and pound burgers and then sit on the couch for an hour. <laughs> I get here late. I leave early. You quit. I don't think you realize you're not bragging. Yeah, if you just say it. Hey, no, say if you that say it line, confidently. Yeah, say that line with confidence. Hey, you're man, right. what are you talking about, man? I get in Travis, late. what's going on with work, man? Hey, dog, you know me. I get in late and I leave early. Okay. Just like everybody else. That's Damn, man. Yeah, it sounds like. Especially yeah. if you oh, say it a something. little more mumbled and a little more. Can you urban it up one point? Shoot, man, I'm up around. Dang, man, I'm just trying to get in early, stay late. No, that's wrong. You did the, all right, try it again. Try it again. It is dyslexic time. feeling. Come on. Man, damn, man. I'm trying to get in late and leave early. Shoot. No, no, no. A little more aggressively. I'm trying to get you out of it whenever you have to work at a Enterprise in New York. Look her, man. I like to get in late and leave early. Come on, man. <laughs> Say, why are you always hassling a brother at the end of it? Why are you always hassling a brother? I apologize, Mr. Terrell. Oh, man. You shouldn't apologize. Just go vote for Obama again. <laughs> What? What? What's happening here? I'm not so sure I should be rewarding you for this now. I don't know. Let's try though. Well, but you, you agree with me. you just agree with me, by the way. What? You just agree with me. You you believe we're we're in the. Zone. I agree that if you send an email to Wall at WeAreLiveRadio.com, you could win ten dollars to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill, and Young Tommy will make sure you get your gift certificate. Oh, well, Thanks for playing. Well, if you put a chair in front of it, I don't know. Well, that's. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was going to get you. I was going to get you, robber. But you set that chair up mm -hmm. five feet in front of me. So I'm just going to, ooh, you won this round. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's tough to disagree because it's kind of that perfect thing where um, our movie budgets and directions of studios drastically influencing what's available on what's now known as TV. Yes. Man, it feels good to interview yourself. I see why you've been doing it this whole time. That's this convenient. Is, uh, great. Wow. Deficient. Am I uh, a sex god? Yeah, probably. See? Right. Yeah, see, there it because is. Because no one yeah. else was going to ask that question. Exactly. Do I look doughy, but I'm a lot stronger than you'd think? Yes. <laughs> trying to think of other things. 
Could you be anything? No. Okay. I'm done. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, that's really tough to argue because the, the technology is the best it's ever been, right? You got a bunch of people. You could argue classic stuff like, is anything going to be as good as Cheers? Like, you could just you could pick it's, out the greats from, from each era and say. And that's the thing. Here's, yeah. here's the tough part. This, this is, good writing is going to win every time. I'm going to use a baseball analogy here in a way. Okay. There's part, the, part of the reason war is used. Wins above replacement. Wins right? above replacement. Is because it's tough to compare eras to eras. You can only really judge people against their competition. I had 700 home runs against Steve from the mechanic yeah. shop. What? But, yeah. But that's you had 10 years, years in a league with no black people in it. <laughs> but that's as we, as we Doesn't count, count, pal. That could dilute the competition. Just a little bit. Eh, right. I don't know. Just a little bit. Name Jackie? one. Name one good Dominican player. Was Just that, one. Was that Jackie Robinson really any good? I mean, come on. You show me one Cuban person who's ever done well at baseball from their country that's the size of Delaware. So Just one. They use it in a way to attempt to measure what a player does against his competition right. so you can try try to compare from era to era. Right. It's difficult to do. You can only really measure yourself I, against I, your competition because – Things change. Games evolve. Technology evolves. Yes. Habits evolve. I'll give you that. So it's it's hard to say this era, this era, this era, and compare it. It's it's more honest to have a conversation about either players from that era against their competition or shows from that era against their competition, I guess, or who they were paired against. I would argue, yeah, I believe there with technology, you have me there in regards to comparing the different eras. But I would also argue that because of the many obstacles in front of consumers today, mm -hmm. when it comes to watching these television shows, that's where I say it's more of a, a better representation of a golden era because it's so hard to get the attention of everyone in the room to be able to sit down and actually watch a show, yeah. invest time into it. These days, everyone's working more for less. People are working multiple jobs. They're taking care of their families, having to do more. So the idea of going to the movies or sitting down and binge watching is more difficult than ever. Or and to it, get into here, a show where back it, in the day, there were five networks and you can sit down and there was family hour and you all gathered around. Yeah, so had mashed potatoes and scotch. That's basically it. Mm -hmm. Think about how... And, like, red, and redlining. Like, imagine, like, when the, um, like, they say, yeah, the 50s and 60s, but that was the introduction of the television, and that was one of the most difficult things to get. So when people did sit down and watch television, they were really consumed with their shows, where now... I mean, Axis is there. Yes. Axis is, is not, definitely not as difficult. True. Because you're not even necessarily watching a television show on a television. Right, you're right, watching right, on your phone, right, you're watching right, on computer, exactly. you're watching on a tablet, right. whatever it might be. Access is there. Access is different. Very true. And the reason I ask about the oversaturation, because from my standpoint, part of the reason I think I don't, I don't watch as much as I used to, is because I don't, and maybe it's laziness on my part, but I don't like. Yes. I I, uh, I don't feel like trying to filter through all the shows and trying to figure out what I want to target, and then find a way to watch those shows because they right. could be on Hulu, it could right. be on Netflix, it could be on HBO. It could you guys be on are getting Showtime. a little peek into dealing with Gardner, by so the way. So it's like, you know what? I don't know what button to push. Guess it's what? stressful <laughs> to sit there on my ass for an hour. Yes. And guess yeah. what? I'm with you, Gardner. I'm just going to watch Bob's Burgers <laughs> you again. You watch that's more TV a, than anybody I know. So yeah. that's how I end up watching Bob's Burgers reruns again. I, mean, I don't blame you. So 
I find comfort in that. And I like a little bit of comfort there. I don't want to work for it. I feel like I have to work for it a little bit too much you, now. Can I call you the Midcoast Media or We Are Live comfort czar? Yeah. You now, are see, very czar-like in your uh, approach. See, you enjoyed it. See, this is interesting because I consider yourself an independent man. So you liked it when basically the networks told you when to watch a show there, and what to watch. Here's what you must know about me. I'm conflicted all the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This That's is where anxiety comes from. Because it sounds like you found comfort in people telling you what to I do. I can't make a decision on what to eat at night. It gets, see, it, there's anxiety. That's interesting because you hate the man, but you don't mind the man giving you a little pat on the back. Yes. Okay. It's difficult. That's interesting. To deal with basic things on a daily oh i get it now I, we, chris is right we're getting inside the mind of chris gardner and it's we a are scary deep. place it to is be. i am like ant-man right now i want to get out and then i realize that and then i sit on a park bench and dwell on it and try to think about it and that takes you down another path oh no and let's pray to god and that's why we thank god that there is no need for alcohol and other mm. substances <sighs> thank god mm. because there's a lot going on in that brain of yours mr gardner let's thank the anunnaki okay. that god okay oh, jeez Maybe what? one in the same. Oh, My ancient always, astronaut theorists always say yes. Yes, they do. Mm. Do they ever say no? Mm. I think I watched. I don't it. think I've heard I was them say passively. No. I was passively watching a marathon one time, and I didn't. And I mean, like doing like housework. I don't think I heard no once in like a three-hour back and forth. It's a good melee question. Oh man! Do ancient astronaut <laughs> theorists ever say, say no? Please, will you tweet that, or do you want me to? Uh, that needs to go out. I'll, I'll do it. Up. What's the show that it's on? Uh, Ancient Aliens. Ancient Aliens, yes. On the History Channel. Mm -hmm. On the History Channel, Travis. <laughs> could we? How? Could we get you to do your hair because like that Because it's guy? history. I don't know if I could get it kind of plucked out like that. Mm. Well, um, that's your next Giorgio Sokolis. Giorgio Sokolis. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, we've got fair foul out there. Uh, Ancient astronaut theorists say yes. That's Robert Clotworthy, the narrator of the show. Okay, good. <laughs> That's exciting. Follow him on Twitter, too. I, I have a question. We've got Brendan Schaefer at 9 a.m. We have a Travu to get to for a very interesting topic. Would we like to do the Travu now or in the second hour? Uh, we could do it now. Okay. Travis, um, this seems like an, an interesting go that you've chosen. It's time for the Travu. It sucks. I'm always... I love that John Lovitz line. I'm always pleasantly surprised when I remember what has an open. And that just, one did. Just write it down. I, I wish I could. Uh, so for today's Travu, you know how it goes, people. Travis reviews something. He gives it. One, oh, yeah. One to, uh, what's the, you went up to six booties? You went up to like nine booties for Beyonce or something? I, or? I went up to, I think over, I think I went up to close to nearly 10 booties for Beyonce. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and the end game, I gave an unofficial mm. seven and a half booties. Oh, unofficial. Unofficial, because that wasn't part of the Travue. I just was happy to throw booties around. Seeing, seeing as though you brought up end game, uh, Billy Fatpants is at Ronnie's right now for the Avengers, and some a-hole carved in TT was here in the the seat in front of him. Uh-oh. Mm, that must... I will. Not, He's a top fan. I He's got not, a diamond by his name. I don't need to comment on, on salacious accusations. We have top fans. <laughs> and Billy Fat Pants at the top? Uh, Jamie Moyers 84 was apparently the one, first one. And they get diamonds next to their name? <laughs> yeah. I don't care for this. Right? I want to try view the labels that Facebook are giving to our <laughs> listeners. You mean 
diamonds. intrinsic reward systems that we can't get away from and will now crave. <laughs> we need it. No. We need it. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to share. Organic growth. Organic growth. You guys make me gross. Um, the fact so what are, you, what are you traviewing today? Today I am traviewing. No, you don't. You did the thing. Anything is possible. I got that new D-Berry GIF, too. By the oh, way. yeah. GIF. Oh, did you want it? Oh, you got it? Oh, oh yeah, whatever. He's going to get another one out of that. There you go. Here's the new GIF. Oh, wow. It's the Charles S. Dutton. In I there. like the Charles in S. Dutton Dame. GIF. Look at it. It's <laughs> not bad. What are your fingers doing? I, I don't know. Awkward. You have arthritis? You know, I, kinda wanna, I was hitting my hand, <laughs> and I was hitting it at, at, at like a lot of force, and I didn't want to break my fingers. Oh, that mm. looks awkward. It really does look arthritic. Get that checked out. He claims to be an athlete. Again. Bowling. Oh, that was kind of a rough shot. Doesn't make an athlete. <laughs> Poor form does not back up your claim. Beef, Travis. Beef. You remember Chris, that? I think Beef. I'm going to trev you your jump shot. Yeah. Mm. His form. We should go to a basketball court, and I'll, we'll video it, and then I'll travel you your jump shot. Oh, we don't man. have enough insurance at this company. <laughs> to be would he have to wear? His, would he have to wear his scooter helmet in case a ball came his way? Gardner would definitely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and then you would need like a good me eight pounds of bubble wrap. Would you wrap. be embarrassed if you oh, lost a, run, a yeah. game of horse to me? I would. I would. Be, would. I would. Bad. I would absolutely leave this country. Although horse is the thinking man's basketball. Oh no no you know that's racist as hell. Yeah. Why would I struggle in the thinking man portion of horse, Chris? Oh no, it was more commented his uh, rotund appearance <laughs> than your racism. Racist. I, I think you and I should thoughts. match up in a game of horse. Pig. What do you think, Travis? Okay. It's you see that's the oh. thing. Can you call out? Uh, you can. Listen here, man. Left-handed as a, shot. As an African American male, I, I like always a jump know. Shot? This is why I always no. wear basketball shorts underneath Lefty, my jeans. Did you hear that? I always know there's somebody's out there that's gonna try to. Let's play, Travis. Come on. I'll play one-on-one for horse or pig or cat. The intern Don't does matter. it daily. I dunk on anybody's ass in this studio right now. Have you ever now. dunked a basketball I on a 10-foot goal? I dunk on anybody's ass in this studio right now. I see it what I see it. <laughs> that doesn't absolve you from the So claim. we have to go to the school in South County off McKinsey <laughs> that has like the seven-foot rim. Uh-huh. So we can go dunk for you. Got I it. will ball out. That's what I do, baby. I ball out. And that's what I did last night. At my oh, hole nice. in the wall, Very NBC. Oh, your local watering hole? It is a watering hole of sorts. Now, I will not give out the address or any additional information. You told because, me I'm not allowed there. Uh, I believe it's there, but it, you won't find it on Google Maps. Mm. Let's put it that way. Uh, so I decided to try this delicious beverage. Uh, it's, when it's, it's infused with, as you can tell, Hennessy. Uh-huh. And you chose to do it uh, offline. You didn't want to do it, drink it at 9 a.m. No, mm. no, I don't think that was Because you're actually struggling from it today, are you not? It, 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 oh, it, is that the crankiness I detected? I ain't no crankiness. It's just like, it's like a... a <laughs> just, I'm just like tired and not of, in a good mood. It's like a bubble of sugar <laughs> that's okay. on the, in, in my I side have, of my gut. I have a video of uh, the drink being made. Okay. Oh, boy, let's see that. So you want to take a look? So you, you were at your local watering hole. Yeah. Oh, you really were? At taking in uh, anything is possible. Anything is possible! So now we need to see exactly what this drink is you were imbibing, correct? Okay. Yes, okay. indeed. So let's, uh, let's take a look, why don't we? 
putting it into a blender. You've got Hennessy being poured into ice. Music's distracting. Oh, orange juice and uh, what was the other stuff? Triple sack. Triple sack. Oh, pineapple juice too. Music's interesting. Got another blender. Ice. Hennessy. More Hennessy. Sweet. A liqueur of... Oh, Strawberry mix. Strawberry mix. Okay. A oh. Welsh's. Okay. So you see the sugar, right? Uh, you see the sugar, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, you ready? Okay, now they're mixing both sides of it. But well, we ain't done, my friend. So they layer it. They're layering it. They're layering it with two different colors. We ain't done, my friend. We ain't done. There it is. And they pour another bottle of Hennessy at the top. Huh. Got to finish it off with and the you baby say, Hennessy on top. And you say we're trying to kill you? <laughs> Who do you think owns Hennessy, man? It ain't, it ain't Mr. Tyron. Mr. It ain't, Hennessy. Thank you, Mr. Bob Hennessy. Hennessy. Thank you, Bob Hennessy. Kalamazoo, Michigan. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Kalamazoo. That's, May- a, that's a pretty white city. Yeah, Mayor Hennessy. Mayor Bill Hennessy. That is, yes. He's oh. the mayor of O'Fallon, Missouri. That's a dope-ass name, though. Bill Hennessy. William. William. Will- Willie Hennessy. William. Yeah. Willie Hennessy. So you Ooh. tried it. You went to a bar and I tried went, it. I went to a bar. I was like, oh, we get this a lot, which is surprising because it's generally black men and women over the age of 56 that go to this bar. So What's the bar? I, I, NBC. That's all I'm going to give It sounds like my kind of place. It is your kind of place, but it's like... Don't go there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, if you're there to like maybe... Drop it, off a, a, a delivery of napkins... That I'm looking for another watering hole. Travis. I mean, if you it, like, could. it doesn't like it has. I can go in by myself, right? Like they have like the they have like the the South American uh, soccer games on. Yeah. And I'm almost certain like there's no channel for that in the states, and so I don't know uh, how they are able to get it. I'll take I'll I'll just go down there by right. my I'll drive my Fiat over there. Right. Okay. Okay. Or maybe I'll take a scooter. Like I'll take a scooter. Like they order their ice from Sonic. <laughs> go to the Ice Man. That's the Ice Man. I mean Sonic. Yeah. Oh, you want a snack? Like, somebody, is it kind of like someone that? Wanna, that's, I like someone that. Someone to run to the gas station they and grab coffee? you some. They got any coffee? Dang, they they run down They'll the street down for you. Okay. <laughs> is it kind of like that guy I saw that was going to Jack's in the Box at three in the morning, and they were like, "We'll make it if you go buy us some blunts." <laughs> I mean, is it that kind of operation? I won't confirm or deny. Should we that. send Tommy, our intern, in solo to this bar? Oh, an <laughs> off-mic response. I love it. Does Tommy uh, have family? He does. Does he have like a wife and kid? Not yet. Okay, well then, yeah, send him in. <laughs> okay. That's cool. Yeah, so, he'll be fine. Do they have a jukebox? There is a jukebox some night. Okay. They play a little Dwight Yoakam on him? No, there is no Yoakam of Dwight. I'll just, wa- no as Dwight soon as Shrew. I walk in. There's no Dwight Howard. <laughs> uh, Dwight Howard's been put into Dwight Schrute and Dwight Yoakam? Yeah, he's okay. in that category now. Okay, what about Dwight from The Walking Dead? Yeah. Mm. Agreed. Same. I'll just walk in and play Al Green. Okay. That's the strategy. Right. Okay. And then sit down. And then pull out your pack of smokes. The only thing and is, you but you ain't. But here's the thing: is you're six years sober, so you going in there is not going to help because you ain't sitting in no black people bar not drinking. <laughs> so they don't have know. any CBD salts or farm. I'll have a club soda. All right. Bubble charge water. Me bubble for, water. Charge me for the bubble water. You better kiss Jess goodbye. Oh I boy. Got, I got. I'll have menthols with me. Okay, now that'll help. That'll get you out of a couple situations. Yeah. Hmm. That's good. You may so, have to give a couple up just for parking. So there's the... <laughs> that's, that's why I might scooter. Yeah, okay. Okay. So uh, there's the setting. How was the drink? The drink? 
was quite potent. Oh boy. But very in good. terms of alcohol? Or oh, yeah. Now, is it the type of drink that it's so sugary and flavorful, but with lots of alcohol, you don't realize how much alcohol you're drinking? Yes. Because that's how, like, the first time I had Jeremiah weed, oh, that's God. how that treated me. Mm. Like, I didn't realize it until I got off the bar stool mm. and was like, oh, shit. Yeah. This is a... So that's why you're dragging a little today. I would say I was dragging, but... You yeah. backhanded a janitor on the way into the building. Uh, Daddy felt like a white walker this morning. Oh. <laughs> you, had, you had a lot of sugar. Sugar. And alcohol. Toes tingly? Alcohol. Or you just can't feel them anymore. Man, I, did you get like a gas bubble from it? Mm. Do I have feet? Man, I did have a gas bubble. Yeah, I hate that. You, have... you just got to walk around the... You got to walk around the house like with your booty in there. Mm. Just like you walking like a little no. Tyrannosaurus Rex. What? And you're just trying it's to, because you're hoping, you're hoping the impact of your feet hitting the floor jumbles up the alcohol bubble uh-huh. and allows it to, to burst. Yeah. So that's what I was doing. So that's all right, man. I got a little left. It may. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A little something. So anything is possible. What's the, what's the booty rating? It was a very delicious drink. I enjoyed the setting in which it was in, too, because everybody around the bar was staring at me. As I was drinking this, because they were trying to figure out like what was going to happen with the mini bottle. Yeah. Uh, but of course, the more you drank, the what more was the, the reaction bottle... from the cr- from the uh, crowd as you were? Like, oh, baby, it's only Monday. And so people were like really concerned that mm-hmm. I was starting my oh, week off with that particular anything drink. Anything is possible as a Thursday on drink. I would imagine it's okay. probably not a drink you want to order For immediately. When you're going to go anywhere the next ride, day, like or just immediately, like you know, everyone gets off work around five, six o'clock. Yeah, just there around six thirty ish, seven. Uh, that's kind of like that's before dinner drink. That's kind of that's a lot. Some people were concerned. Were they intrigued by the concoction itself? They were because they saw this when they saw the little mini bottle come out. Oh. They were really intrigued because they saw all the Hennessy that went in. And so they were like, oh, man, that's a lot of Hennessy. Anything and you finish is it possible. off with another. And it's like, man, if you finish that, anything is possible. Whoa. I, I give it. that anything is possible yell one booty. One okay, that's fair. But I give the anything is possible. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Five booty. What? Respect that ass. It is. It is. Look, if it was any other day of the week, I probably would have been zooted and booted. Mm. Uh, because it was Monday, that's why I kind of it's a little bit rough for Papa Bear this morning. With that being said, it is a drink I absolutely recommend, and it should actually be your drink for the summer. That's how you should kick apart. If you're really trying to let everybody know in the bar what you're about, that's what you do. You start your day off with Show up with my Dr. Dunk Adam Bertle shirt on. Yes, you show up with that. And then, yeah, people are like, oh, my God, look at that savvy dad, recently divorced, but now he's a gym teacher in Pattonville. So, yeah, he looks like he's about that life because he's drinking anything as possible. Hmm. And when when you finish it, Chris, you slam down the glass, you flick off the Hennessy bottle, and then you say, come on, you can do it. You can yell it, too. You can do it. Yell it. Anything is possible. Ah, ah, ah. Kevin Garnett, you just won the NBA Finals, beating the Los Angeles Lakers. Thank you, Jesus. And Anything is possible. Oh, you can do better than that. Come man. on. To the mic. Come on. Mm-hmm. This is going to get us to Marin. This is how we get to Rogan, man. If you do it, come on. If you want to go viral, this is what Corolla's going to do if he wants to come back to St. Louis. You can do it. Come on, Chris. 
Anything is possible! That did not feel good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, very uncomfortable. I didn't find it to be fun. Yeah. And uh, five booties. Yes. You do it again. No. Anything is possible! Hmm. Pretty good, yeah? Yeah. Tommy, let's hear you. Come on. Come on, Tommy. You can do it. Is he still drunk? <laughs> That's, good. That's good. You just do it, and then they leave you alone. It's like the crowd that you're just like, okay, I'll, I'll give it. Uh, gateway powder coating. Anything is possible. Wow. He's showing a gif of Travis drinking another sugary drink with the wink. That, again, does Parkway North supply every piece of clothing you've ever worn? I, we did that. We were shooting some video the other day, and I was like, hey, man, maybe maybe ditch the hoodie. And he's like, yeah, I've had this on for like three videos, haven't I? Oh, another one. <laughs> we're up to seven gifts. In the, but they're all different. I will give you credit. You're you're very Parkway North out in different uh, apparel. Good for you. And I only get half of them. Mm. I don't even get everything. I don't even get the baseball so and you, football. You only gear. get the ones that you can beat up the Jewish kids that that are fit, wear your size clothes. No comment. At the open at the <laughs> at the synagogue open gyms you go to. <laughs> uh, Gateway powder coating. They believe anything is possible as well. Gatewaypowdercoat.com. Fast, durable, affordable. Drop a line to Alex, Mark, and the guys. You can get anything metal powder-coated there. Billy Fat Pants, he's a top fan. Travis, he won $100 just for clicking share and helping with organic growth. Gateway Powder Coating supports us, so you know what, Trev? You support them. That's right. Gateway Powder Coating, again, fast, durable, affordable. Gatewaypowdercoat.com for more information. Chris, another banner day in the city we live in. That is St. Louis, Missouri. We seem to have these type of discussions almost every three to six Boy, months in this town. Up, isn't it? But of course, we've been following. Uh, we follow a lot of, I guess, the corrupt nature of politics in the state of Missouri. There have been several of those stories. Of course, currently Gardner is recapping from a year ago the story of the year involving Eric Greitens, the former governor of Missouri. Well. Yesterday, a major indictment came down on St. Louis County Executive Steve Stanger. Uh, for those who live outside the St. Louis area, Steve Stanger is essentially the mayor of St. Louis County, to, to break it down. And he apparently was indicted yesterday, federal charges on uh, pay-for-play politics. And he ended up resigning, though he did plead not guilty. Uh, he faces, I believe, each count comes with up to 20 years in prison. So I would imagine there will be some conversation. No way this gets the trial. But another major St. Louis political figure caught up in a federal indictment. Why even join into the political uh, race? Like it just it feels like it's to take care you're of picked you. off, man. Well, if you're going to do it. But I guess it, you, everyone's playing that game, right? You're willing to take that risk because the reward's there. Well, according to the report. Or you could just not do it illegally. <laughs> that. Why do they do it then? Because I think, like most criminals, they they don't think they're getting caught. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is just crazy, man. They did, and, it's, it, like it, and it certainly speaks to the culture because Are this they? actually began, according to the report, the investigation basically kicked off uh, less than six months of him taking the office as St. Louis County Executive. So, so does this does this appear yeah. to be? So he's pleading not guilty. He's got uh, the best defense attorney in the land. 
Rosenblum. Uh, does this appear I to be? I thought you were going to say Mark Garrigus. Mark Garrigus. Uh, he's on the West what Coast. What if Mark Garrigus gets involved? Yeah, that's a little boy. I've laid off a of Garrigus. The whole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on there, and uh, I've I've found him to be very Damn. interesting, but yeah, I've had to. Had to, I'm gonna let things play out just, just a little bit. That's a smart move. Uh, a smart move. Yeah. Chris designated Mark Garrigus as problematic. Didn't say that. <laughs> I don't. I don't use such words. Interesting. I don't use such words. Um, but is this, from what you've seen so far, everything plays out in court? There's, you know, this, that, the other. Does this look? like real or does this look yeah, like he real. pissed someone off and they got him on, like mail fraud could be accidentally opening uh, a piece it. of like I'm yeah, serious I don't know anything about this you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not you resigning know what I'm, and you I know, know what you're I'm saying but about. you're not resigning if you thought this was frivolous if you thought that I have a chance to beat this then you're not resigning the St. Louis County Executive it's, especially when you're on the verge of merging both the county and the city, at least there's momentum behind it. And it, at one point, uh, the plan was designated for you to be the person over both the county and city. So even if you knew there was an idea that you can get out of this, you would fight it. The fact that he resigned lets me know that he's in deep. And a guy, you mentioned Rosenblum. Rosenblum is a very articulate guy in front of the media and very confident man. Coming out of that courthouse, he said nothing to the media. His Stanger's eyes were he just down few, to the ground. Rosenblum said a said few, few throwaways, but, well, like, but we tried to get some. We, we no, actually. We, we tried. We tried to actually get some questions out of Rosenblum because we were hoping some that. Answers. We, we, well, we had some questions. We, we went down questions. to the courthouse. Gardner and I went down to the courthouse and we tried to see if we can get some Is answers out of Rosenblum. We, we, let's, let's just look at the video. I'm not going to comment any further. When's your next court date? Non scheduled. Why resign if Thank you're putting him not guilty? Steve, who ends up on the Iron Throne? <laughs> Weird question. I heard question. you guys recording this yesterday. It's way funnier. Good question. Tough to keep up with them. Yeah. The guys are walking past. We're doing our best to keep up. Steve, who do I contact about those potholes now? Okay. Fair question. What do you think of the headline sting operation? Yeah? Uh, he never oh, wow. answered. Yeah. We did our best. We tried. It took you guys at least half to, an hour to, yeah, we tried to get down there and record that. Well, they were, they were close. It was, we, got, we did our best. The yeah. courthouse isn't far from here. So no. You guys are and real as, journalists. And, and I'm saying, as yeah. journalists, we, we, we're out trying to get the story. We're trying to get the answers For our, our listeners want. That's right. That's For what you guys. This is what we do. That was good. So, so we have a county executive that's in deep and i again i think this just speaks to the culture here in st louis missouri and i and a lot of people who may be listening are like well we can well, say that about any key, city here's but the key point with what we the court documents we saw yesterday i think they're 44 pages yes uh it it seems as though it seems as at least one person maybe more was wearing a wire during this yeah. investigation oh, what that's, now that's not a wire oh boy because they have conversations or at least <sighs> oh boy communication where they're specifically trying not to talk to a post-dispatch reporter, trying not to get certain information public, how they screwed up doing documents to cover up part of something, and they had to redo the documents, and that is on the record. Um, so there's a lot of stuff they got. So that's why he's... We have an here's, my, here's, no, here's my question. 
because you did the work and got down there. I want to hear what you have yeah, to say. Yeah, because now I'm, but because I'm curious. Because I, I kind of want to go to a point that Chris brought it up. Why would someone do this? So why do people keep doing this? When I say do this, I mean even involve yourself remotely right. in public office. Well, my thing is this: how gotcha. oft, how severe is the punishment for these crimes? Because from what I've already heard, we said yes, each count comes with twenty years. But I've already heard probation for two. Maybe he has to spend six yeah. months in prison. Do you, do you want so him I'm, in prison? Like, I don't know. See, but that's I'm the asking. response. I'm, but, the, I'm but I'm asking if a person has done, say he has done what he's been charged with. Which is? Which is basically, in, basically using taxpayer resources to enrich himself. Oh. So if he. And bri bribery. And bribery. Mm. So basically, if you want this contract, you need to give me X dollars. Don't you feel like it's a little like the NCAA? Like, they're all doing it. It's but that's my thing. But, th but I think you answered your question. Yeah. Because there are going to be people who are just going to shrug their shoulders or give you a slap on the wrist. Because I'm trying to understand the, what Stinger is basically being charged with is what he accused the Dooley administration of time and again, mm -hmm. especially in the lead up to his election. So my question is, or how less. are you the guy calling out a previous administration when you were already in the process of setting up your own political apparatus to enrich yourself. So now I'm wondering, it has to either, it has to be the culture and it, they have to know that even if they are caught, that they're not going to lose much out of the deal, that they're going to still find a way to enriching themselves and they won't lose a lot if they are to be caught. So that's what I, I just, I think that, I think we need to look at how we're punishing people who are caught with their hand in the cookie jar. It's, I think it's, I don't know. I guess, I guess we look at it different, like in terms of serving time for violent and nonviolent crimes. Right. I think that's the biggest thing with these things. And it's usually, it's usually not a second offense with what we see with these. It's the first time they're caught doing something so ever maybe yeah. in some instances. so it's the with first anything. time they're caught they're nonviolent offenders although you can say hey look and a lot of in a lot of these instances that are nonviolent you say look what you did to people look what you caused mm -hmm. right. to happen to people's lives right, right. that is just in itself like devastating. Is, is it, yeah and, and that's a fair discussion to have right um, I don't know if it's the same thing, but it's it's definitely it may have it may, it may lead, it may explain sentencing guidelines yeah and, and so I think that's why we oh, see it yeah. shrugged off from time to time. It's I, I think also, that's part of it. I think it's also the system, too, because... I think, I the think people, there's a lot of the assumption people, involved with the people politicians. Handing out the, the people handing out the sentences may owe a favor to somebody, may, may face something themselves, and you can't deny that if you're like, oh, uh, <laughs> this could slide back uh, the other way. Oh, I mean, you know, you don't want to set the precedent yeah. too hard. But like, like in this I, case, but you look at a guy like Stanger and you look at the nature of Missouri and St. Louis politics, what's to say in two to three years that Steve Stinger then is a lobbyist for a major firm? Like, my thing is, what does he lose Man. out even by he can resign, he can plead, he which is likely to happen. Look, he lost his job. Fine. He, he surrendered his law license. And that may even be temporary. Uh, yeah, of course it will. So, so you see what I'm saying? So it's almost like, hey, man, chill out for about. So Eric, the Eric Greitens play. Chill out for a year, maybe two. Lay low. Don't do too much crazy. But we're gonna, you're going to be in a strong position in 2020, 2021 
to still not only make a ton of money, but be involved in politics. There is nothing right now that discourages people from behaving this way. Right, and I think to me, part of the frustrating part is like to see the responses continuously while these stories were being reported. Right. Like Jacob Barker of the Post-Dispatch or even Tony Messenger, who recently won a Pulitzer Prize. Like he, he posted a tweet the other day about a story he did. He posted a tweet yesterday about a story he did in the past that Stinger reported or uh, tweeted back at him pure garbage. Right. And it's all true. It was all but true. Like, to to ha- keep hearing like, hey, we're trying to figure out what's what here, the public, right? Right. And to keep hearing like when it's reported on that nothing, oh yeah, you can't trust any of these stories. When we see them documented as being true after the fact, because you're all a bunch of son of a bitch liars. Right. That, what? No, 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 no. We don't trust you, is the thing. And then why should we? I, why, I, think- I and this is and this is another thing that like your liberal Travis, but it's hard for people to trust government because we've had a Democrat and a Republican now here in the state of Missouri and locally. Let's let's use it locally. Democrat Steve Stinger. Right. Conservative minded Democrat. Right. But and Eric Greggs. Right. Truly a whatever the F he was. Right. He was a Democrat turned Republican. He was an opportunist more than anything. Probably the best way to put it. Um, That. It, it, so it, you can see it being labeled both ways, and both ways are lying, both ways, how are we supposed to trust government? And when you're trying to sell, government can help you. How do, how do you make that right. message when it, this happens repeatedly? But I, worse, I mean, you can take it to the national level. We're not going to that discussion. I, but, but I see but what you're you, saying. You know what it is. Like, how can we when all you do is the ones that are spotlighted and highlighted are the ones that are the most negative. That's how we are these days, I, right? right? We don't see, we, we gloss over the good that anyone does. Very true. We, we just gloss, because it doesn't grab our attention. Like, but, but I also think that we're looking at it, so we're looking at how does Better Together STL look? Like, they were going to make this guy, they had no clue. They, had, they obviously had that's, no intel, no idea that this was happening, and they have people that are, you know, Trying to put something but together. I even, but I, I, I good job by the feds on that. But I even, I even, I keep bringing up the culture because just imagine the audacity to run a campaign for talking about your own personal transparency while calling out the corruption of the previous administration while setting up your own mechanisms to enrich yourself as soon as you put your hand on that Bible. Like so, it speaks to a culture that someone would feel that comfortable at calling yeah. out Chris's dirt while I literally have people behind a curtain doing the exact same thing. And so I, I'm wondering if the folks down in Jeff City and even on a federal level, what the Department of Justice can do with Congress in developing sentencing guidelines that are just as severe as, say, what the way we treat drug dealers. Like, so I, I don't, under, because those guys know, even if they're caught, and a lot of these guys are always caught, they know that they're going to is it more postpone their license or have to sign off their business and they're no longer the CEO or in this case, no longer the accounting executive. But in a couple of years, I'll be back and either better than ever or without missing a step. Is it, is it more effective for sentencing in terms of like going to jail or prison or having to pay fines that are exorbitant? Like I think, do, I think do, the, or is it the people like this? Does it hurt them more to just take all hmm. their money away? 
That's a good question. That's a good question. And I know because that's what you want. I know that's oh, a slippery well, well, slope. Well, let's get to, I, no, let's actually, get to our I human want, nature. I want, jail, I want jail time. Okay. I want jail because I'm I, asking because let's get to what our human nature is. We want them to suffer. We want vengeance. That's yes. what we want, right? Okay. Yes. Does so, that solve the so problem? So let's, let's be honest about what we are actually looking at here. We want some vengeance. I, okay? I, I think. So, how, so if that's what you want, which of those is better, I guess? And you're saying the jail time, prison time, just because maybe, maybe it's an optical thing. Yeah, you. I think. Look, these people can people go. I think rich yeah. white men can't handle prison, and they will tell the rest of their rich white oh. friends, "This is miserable. This is horrible. I don't but get my grand poupon. I don't have a nanny. You can't really. More than, but look, I mean, no, we can not even. You, are, you, are you a fan? You're a fan of billions. What is the thing that freaks out hedge fund managers the most? Oh, the idea of spending more color, than sure. one week in prison. But you, so but if these guys know they're they not going, going to. That's another conversation we can have. I mean, put look, those. Look at what, knew, remember we had, we talked about Chris Correa. He's not going to prison. Prison. True. He's going. But to if Chris Correa had to, out. if he had to go to Sing Sing, if Chris Correa had to go to, but then should Sing Sing exist? If it if it currently exists for a certain types of criminals, why wouldn't it, it? Do you want it to keep existing? Because you're fighting one fight and then you're adding to it on what another. What if you reopen Guantanamo Bay but only house politicians Oof. there? Ooh. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! You want to clean up politics? Ooh. You want to clean up politics? It doesn't the, sound very ethical on my end, but I tell you what: if I ran on that, I'd get some votes. Look, there are people currently in prison on lesser charges, and so my thing is, you're talking about the drastic effects that you're going to have on people's lives. So you're talking about the people who caused the 0809 financial crisis, people who devastated families across the country. We're talking about mm -hmm. bankers who knew they were shortchanging I've customers. Seen the big who short. knew. You've seen the big short. <laughs> so you know these folks who have been drastic. You know, and there are people who lost wives, lost their children, yeah. lost jobs. They lost a lot in that. And so you're telling me that person doesn't deserve to be spending 10 to 15 years in prison as for a, like a rapist? Or a person who's committed manslaughter, you ruined someone's life purposely. So you should face the music. And I think these guys, these politicians, know that because it's nonviolent yeah. and there isn't a body, that they know, oh, worst comes to worst, man. I mean, you know, you're going to spend a couple years in low security prison. You have good behavior and you're going to have good behavior because you're in a minimum security prison. You're just in there you with have a to bunch of. yourself. Yeah. So you're not going to, no one's walking around with shank at a protect. Ain't no gangs. So you're going to get off of what, in 12 months? And because you know a guy that's still in the system, you're going to be a consultant. They're going to be a lobbyist. What you're not you going to And you're still going to be bringing in six, possibly seven figures. What are you going to do to fix it? I am going to vote Democrat again. Well, that seems to be working now. I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, was, I, I don't know. I don't you should introduce a booty rating system to crime. <laughs> oh. To crime. I thought you were going to say in prison. Oh, Ooh, I was going to say, watch it there. Hey, take it easy. <laughs> uh, that'll do it for the first hour. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with uh, Camo V's Brendan Schaefer on the video feed live from Dallas. Quick break. We'll be right back.